Hey guys, thanks so much for listening in to today's episode. Today I'll be interviewing a man by the name of Kwame, a world champion bodybuilder, health and fitness influencer with over 300,000 followers on Instagram. You might have even seen him on Ninja Warrior Australia and a general humble giant and down-to-earth legend. Kwame's making such a huge impact, a positive impact around the world, inspiring people to be better every day, and it's so refreshing to see. We talk about his own training and nutrition, uh, his obstacles that he's had to face in the past with um, keeping a strong mindset throughout a bicep tear that could have ended his career. We talk about his future, what his plans are, and what he's actually getting up to. And we also talk about why training for the right reasons is so important. So are you training for self-contentment rather than maybe you're just seeking self-gratification off other people and that's why you're training? So we dive into that and that's going to help you really question yourself and understand what are you doing and why are you doing it. But for now, thanks so much for listening in and enjoy the podcast. Hey Kwame, thanks so much for um, taking the time to jump on for a bit of an interview today. Um, so people, for people who are listening, what do you do and who are you? Thanks Chris for having me as well. Um, I'm a professional world champion bodybuilder. Um, I'm an online trainer, influencer, and also I do a lot of guest appearances. Um, I've been working in the fitness industry for quite a few years now, um, also with a degree in nutrition and food science too. Oh, perfect. And like, that's the biggest thing that would make you a lot different from, you know, some of the influencers out there, I think at times too, is having that knowledge to kind of deliver uh, real results too. Yeah, and I mean, like my, um, like I guess my the knowledge part has helped quite a lot, and also even experience too. I mean, I've I've trained with quite a few um, different professional bodybuilders, and I believe I always believe in learning, and um, I'm always open to learning. And every single time I do get an opportunity to learn, I absorb all the knowledge like a sponge, <laughs> um, so I can increase mine and be able to help other people too. Yeah, definitely. And that's the biggest thing, hey, just having that student mentality. Coming along with that student mentality, you know, through experiences, you you constantly have so like everybody has all these experiences in life where, you know, you have those obstacles that, you know, do create those opportunities. No, that's right. Exactly what you um, did mention. And even like, you know, with studying, I had to learn a lot um, autonomously. And um, even when you're training with someone or when you meet someone, um, I guess that becomes um, your option to choose to pick up something or kind of leave it. So for me, it's all about gaining more knowledge as well and taking the goods out of it and being able to apply that and help other people too. Yeah, that's so good. So refreshing to hear too. On another note, what's the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome in your journey so far to, you know, getting where you are? Because getting to a point where you are now, there's, you know, I could only imagine the uh, obstacles that you've had to overcome. No, it's been, it's been crazy, actually. <laughs> there's always ups and downs in um, every part. Like, I, I know I've had to grow and I've had to work my way up. And I always use the gym as an analogy because, um, you like, 
you building the physique will take years and um, but you do see the progress as you grow and for me that's always been my motivation and some days you're gonna go into the gym and try and bench 150 kilos but you might not be able to and you might go back disappointed but it's that consistency that driving persistence that's what's gonna take you to that next level and overcome that and move to another level a few years ago I tore my bicep pretty badly and that was actually one of my biggest injury fear in bodybuilding and in all honesty some of the negative thoughts in my head were like oh you're not gonna come back I know a lot of um bodybuilders have ended their career through bicep tears as well so you do you do get these negative um, thoughts but you also have that positive positive thoughts and such a great amount of people and positive people as well around you and I think that's what's been able to help me get through it's it's usually from the mindset aspect rather than even the physical aspect because that's what challenges you and that could make and break you so yeah, I had a bicep tear, like full bicep tear. I had to have surgery um, to reattach it. Yeah, in, in that time frame, I actually did a lot of research and a lot of um, my rehab. And then I came back in 2017 to the Musmania stage, world stage, and ended up winning the pro overall world title. Like, congratulations for overcoming that because I think that's the, the biggest thing these days. Like, you know, there's such a influx of like, you know, huge people like huge things with people you know struggling with like a lot of anxiety and depression and like you know minor things or major things can still have such a big impact on the mindset and you really have to like keep that mindset in check to overcome these barriers yeah and i must admit like it wasn't easy and it wasn't even the physical aspect that was hard i mean i could spend three or four hours in the gym doing rehab and i wouldn't really care and honestly it was more the um mental aspect i did get a little bit of like depression as well um during that time which kind of sucked for me like i know you know your muscles are and everything but that was kind of part of my career and something i did every day training wasn't even just for building muscle it was my therapy it was you know my um, way of hanging out with mates and my social life so having that taken away for me that was that was such a big um impact i had on my life and even my social life too so um, I was glad I had some really good people to stand by me in those times. And I learned a lot from that experience too. Like it, it's, like you said, it's, it's such a mental thing and it will drive people down. But the thing is, if you do have that driving persistence, um, you are going to have the negative parts. That's part of life. But if you do have that constant drive persistence, you will get there and you will overcome anything. Oh, that's, that's crazy. And it's like such, so inspiring to hear that too, because, you know, it's not easy to say those things as well. And I think it's super good that you're so open about it and it is becoming more of an open topic, which is really good to see these days with, you know, like you, t like you can obviously tell that you're super passionate about, you know, what you do and why you do it too, which is, it's really interesting though, because like, I don't think people understand that people look at, you know, your general job title or career title or whatever it may be, but they, they don't take into someone else's shoes in that perspective. Like your career, like that was your everything and it got taken away. And it's not till yeah. something gets taken away that you actually realize that's your everything. So, yeah. but is there anything else you could really touch on to why you're so passionate about health and fitness. And if you had to give anyone advice, like what advice would you have for someone who wanted to start? I guess the, um, the biggest thing for me is health. You know, being in good health is a blessing. 
And if I can do anything to keep myself in good health, I'll always do it. There are so many um, advantages and so many things that I derive from like training. So just like, again, I feel so good. I've always been an active person growing up, um, growing up in the country as well. I played a lot of sports, something that I've always been passionate about. So um, when I moved to university to study nutrition, I also developed a bit of a passion in the bodybuilding aspect of things. And that, like, I found a community where, like, I could relate to a lot of people and I could use training as, again, a social place for me. So I could actually enjoy what I did, but still train. And the same thing with sports is, like, it was great playing sports at a younger age, but being able to still continue that active lifestyle, that made me feel good. I think that that's what really drew me to the health and fitness industry. And again, so, like, I do love bodybuilding. I do love um, sculpting my physique and being able to potentially motivate people. But for me the biggest aspect of all for my how i feel and like you know you know how many people more i can meet and because I, I love um, connecting with people too so it's it's i guess for me it's more the social aspect as well and the um, feeling good aspect that's what drives me to fitness i think that's the biggest thing too is like it's actually such a good community and it is when you you know you jump like for me personally, like when I first started, you know, doing a bit of training when I was 16, like it's super intimidating, yeah. but the biggest guy in the gym is usually the nicest guy. Exactly. He's got the softest voice. <laughs> <laughs> and that is true. And I think sometimes people have the perception that, you know, some big guys might be like intimidating and scary. Sometimes they really concentrate on your workout. So that's fair. And I'll be honest, like, when, when you have, when you're really struggling with your workout, you probably don't have the prettiest face. So, <laughs> so sometimes may not be welcome. And my voice is the biggest guys you see are some of the nicest and most chill dudes. There's a lot of teddy bears out there as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think like, that's the thing, like you got to have like that common, that common sense. Like if, you know, if someone wants to talk to you and you've got 200 kilos on your back for a back squat, it's probably not <laughs> the best time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just wait for the rest set exactly well like i mean i i um i acknowledge the fact that like there's um there's a stigma that like you know some of the bigger guys are always like you know the more serious kind of unapproachable dudes but like and i know the stigma is obviously not true but i love connecting with people too so i always make like the best effort to try and even say hi to people first if i meet them and to try and um, change the way of thinking because a lot of people would have that stigma, but then they'll meet like these guys and they'll be like, oh my God, this is the nicest dude ever. Like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, their perspective just we, instantly changes. 100%. And we are all in the gym for like a similar reason or, or we all in the gym to improve ourselves, you know, in, in some sort of positive way. You know, no one's better than each other just because one person is bigger or smaller. We've all got different goals maybe, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're all there to build ourselves and, you know, get something positive out of it. So why not just be happy and get along with each other and, you know, have fun? Uh, absolutely. Look, when I'm training in the gym and, you know, I'm training clients, I just wear the loudest, funkiest socks because I just think it makes a better, <laughs> better atmosphere. That is epic. That is so good. People love that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, all, it's all about the pizza socks and the flamingos. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, that's super refreshing to hear. And like, and it's super nice to hear that because, you know, someone will listen to this and they'll be like, Oh, cool. Like that, that's like, that's the invitation to like feel accepted. Like the gym's a safe place too, which I think is super it? important. It um, really is. It really is. So going on, you train a lot, you've got a routine. Um, what is the benefits of having a routine that you feel? And do you think it's, such a thing like it's the impactful thing that gives you your results in an instance like gives you that structure i guess it's a um interesting topic you say you bring up because having a routine i found like it can be really helpful in the sense of like the motivation aspect because sometimes people might go into the gym and they would not feel and you're gonna have those days like everyone is human you're gonna have those days and you may go into the gym and you may not feel like or may not even have an idea what to do and you know, having a routine there and just rocking up in the gym, you it's actually going to keep you like, it's going to keep you less motivated to actually train. If you're already like demotivated and you go into the gym and you have no idea what you're doing, it's even worse, you know? So yeah. I guess having a routine does keep you on track. I've had times, I remember when I've been programming with my power mass program, where it's a um, power building, so bodybuilding and um, powerlifting together, where I've like, not felt like training but then i've had specific numbers to hit so i've had to do it and once you start doing it you start to feel good and you're like oh wow i'm so glad i actually like got this done so i guess in that instance having that program there saved me um like it kept me on track and you know once i started doing it i felt good like once the blood started flowing and you know i started to get a good pump i I started to feel good and i got more into it so i could have probably like gone in and probably done like a few workouts and wouldn't have been as effective or I could have just gone home but going in there naturally like with the program and with the mindset that I have to do this pushed me and motivated me to get through my workout and at least I knew I'm on track and I know it's calculated so I guess that's where a um, training program can be helpful um, if you have if you have an advanced trainer you've been training for quite a few years as well sometimes you just go with the feel of training but I think it's always good to have a structured program as well because that's that's something you can always lean on to and you feel good and you feel more confident like you're doing it right what do you think the biggest failure is that people have when they try and maneuver into this new lifestyle of a healthy lifestyle i think um the biggest mistake people make would be they don't get into this for themselves so they could get into it for like other reasons i'll tell you what when i started like training when i was younger and you know i i I was training to just look good in a tank top and you know you know look good for the girls all that kind of stuff (laughs) Um, like when i started doing it for me i think it was it was something that looked more sustainable um for a longer period of time and that's where like when i if i i don't go to the gym i'm missing it because it's part of a lifestyle rather than i'm not doing it for anyone else um and i think that's that's the main thing people gotta address like if you are getting into um the industry or you are getting into the lifestyle fitness you have to do it for you because it does look pretty on the outside when you see people post photos and um stuff on social media remember like like anything where like those people and those photos that you've seen, it's taken them quite a while and it's taken a lot of work to get there. So I guess like you also got to be prepared to do the work like anything. Because sometimes when you see the results of something, it always looks so much easier at that point. But if, I guess if people are ready to do the work and, and they, they can see themselves and feel like they have a bit of a passion for it, then why not? Like give it a go. I'm also the kind of person that 
believes in giving everything a go. So I guess like you can give it a go and um, you know, see if it works for you. Um, and if it doesn't, um, there's so many other things that can keep you active. You know, there's so many different sports. I'd never force anyone to lift weights or do bodybuilding specifically, as long as they're keeping a healthy and active lifestyle. That's super good. Hey, just before I touch on the next thing, I think that's really, really good what you said about like doing it for yourself. Because I think people really do focus on like gratification of every other person and thing rather than themselves for that self-fulfillment. Now, what is it that, what's your training and um, nutrition plan kind of look like for yourself? I know there's a lot of people that'd be super interested to hear so much detail. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess mine is, mine, like truthfully speaking, is um, complicated. <laughs> I was like, I'm talking about a relationship. No, <laughs> but, <laughs> no um, it, it just depends because um, it depends what, goals I have coming up so for instance if I have a um an expo coming up I would have to calculate how long till the expo and I could not jump on a um 10-week powerlifting program personally because I know the expo is going to interrupt and I just got to be realistic with like you know my lifestyle and what I'm doing so I know I'm not going to be if I calculate the times and I'm supposed to be lifting some crazy heavy weights at the expo, um, that's probably not going to happen because I'm going to take care of myself too. But currently, um, I'm training with a lot of volume. So um, some people may say stop at eight, um, 8 to 10 reps or 8 to 12 reps. Um, some of my workouts can go for, um, can have like 10 by 10. So you can have 10 reps and 10 sets and you can have literally like 10 seconds resting between there. Um, so I train with a lot of volume um, with my training. And some of you guys would have seen on my social media, I do programs uh, in different blocks as well. So with my power mass program and where I work with percentages um, of my max and slowly build up over the 10 week period um, with a strength curve. So basically slowly moving up in percentages and dropping my reps. So I start with a high volume and high rep and then it drops down as the week goes. But as the week goes, I also add some bodybuilding training in there. That's my power mass program program. talking about um like just separating that but right now what i'm doing is a lot of volume training a lot of um, time and attention training Um, as some of you would have seen on my social media um, i focus on control of the weight i do still lift decently heavy um, but i use a progressive overload i'll be increasing the weight after each set i'll also pump as many reps as i can to fill the muscles with blood and also increase the glycogen uptake of the muscle um, so yeah, it's, right now that's where I'm sitting up, where I'm using more time and attention and feeling the muscle, the muscles I'm working, rather than focusing exactly, um, specifically on weights to be lifted. Yeah, and that's huge, I guess, because like a lot of people don't have that mind to muscle connection at times. Yeah, and it is hard. And one tip I can definitely give to people is if if you take something like your bicep and you do a bicep curl, like a single arm. Um, bicep curl just tap your bicep with your other hand and your sensory nerves are actually going to be connected and you actually feel your biceps give it a little bit of a contraction or isometric hold right at the top of the movement and you should feel your bicep work the same thing if you focus really really well on muscle groups like your back where you can't see um, and even like have some like chill music in the background or something 
like that, <laughs> like not talking in between your, while you're doing your sets and just keeping that full focus and also putting yourself in a great position with obviously your angles and working with your biometric, biomechanics, sorry, you will feel the muscle work. But sometimes too often, I think some of the biggest mistakes people also make is they sometimes start to throw the weights around and move really quickly and they end up working more of their joints and the muscles and that takes a little bit away um, from the exercise. And don't get me wrong, if you are powerlifting, it might be a different story, but even powerlifters do end up using their muscles too. So I think it's all about like that focus when you're training and actually feeling the muscles work that you're using. No, perfect. And that's great. And it gives people that perspective of like taking the time to actually like, you don't want to be like a plane crashing into water when you're training through your, throughout, you know, your movements. And for nutrition, do you currently like, what are you kind of eating and do you have any supplements? Like what's your go-to at the moment? So currently for nutrition, I, I try and keep to more whole food. So I have like my chicken, sweet potato, my rice, um, you know, I have my vegetables. I find my vegetables are really important because you get a lot of your micronutrients from there. And I, I keep my nutrition really, really simple. Um, in the sense of um, when I'm like, in the sense of like eating clean, I, I keep it to like at least 70% to 80% whole foods. So I'm always eating really, really nice and clean. But then if I want to eat something out of the whole food section, or some people will say bad for it, I will go eat about factor everything in and I'll estimate at the moment. So I used to like be full on tracking every single thing I did. But now I just estimate some of the things I will eat and even like if I go out to eat or something like that and I'll have like, you know, maybe like a pizza or something, I factor that in and then I'll do more cardio. So I, I actually balance out my nutrition with my um, training as well. Everything factors in well. And it's not all about going out eating um, so much junk food all the time or eating clean all the time. For me, it's a balance in the lifestyle. And for it to be sustainable for me, I need to do something that's not going to impact my lifestyle and something that can actually last for a long period of time too. So I, I do love eating whole foods because I feel good eating whole foods and eating well. So it's, that's also part of my lifestyle. But I also know that, you know, I also have a social life and I also have friends and we, like sometimes we will go out and eat something or, and which, so I can't be on like a specific clean diet all the time. It's a whole different story if I'm competing. That's completely different. But right now I'm all, one a flexible approach but with that being said doesn't necessarily mean my whole diet is flexible so i mean i still eat a lot of whole foods and um calculate the macros which i estimate now but if i feel like i'm falling off the bandwagon i'll go back again and recalculate and make sure that i'm actually on track with everything and when it comes to supplementation right now i'm having um bsn's Hypershred, which I love. It's a um, fat band. It's got a lot of um, natural substances in there as well, too, which is really, really good. And my protein, I'm not having much creatine at the moment. And yeah, I have some glutamine as well because I, I love glutamine. So I guess it, like for me, it's, it just depends on my overall um, goal as to what, what I want to do. Because right now I am trying, I'm leading up to the Australia, the Oz Fitness Show in Melbourne on the 25th and 26th of this month so it's all about me coming in my best shape as well for that so being able to have sort of some sort of balance in my life but still have a structure to get there that's always my goal yeah absolutely and i think that's like a huge thing like mentioning that you know 
80% of the time you're, you know, strict when you're not in comp. So you've still got that flexibility to have pizza or live your life and enjoy it with friends. Yeah, for sure. 100%. And I think even, I know people may not speak of it, even when I eat bad food, I still feel bad the next day. I still want to go <laughs> do some extra cardio. And it's, uh, but it's not like some, it's not an obsession. It's more like, uh, well, I've got more energy and I kind of feel bad about it. So I want to do more cardio. This, that, that. It's, it's nothing to do with no obsession or anything like that. It's just like my lifestyle that, that I've created and that I've got goals that I also want to hit. Yeah, definitely. And I guess that kind of puts you in like that you have to be on this certain amount of calories so that you don't maybe put yourself in too much of a surplus or too much of yes. whatnot, deficit, maintenance, whatever that goal may be for sure. When it comes to like nutrition as well, like there's so much you can talk about. You know, there's even little things like um, one of the things I've, I've found as well is a lot of, um, you know, micronutrients sometimes aren't being hit. Um, for the day so it's always important to have your vegetables have to i sometimes if i can't if i'm getting sick of vegetables i have smoothies <laughs> <laughs> and that's me just being real because i like sometimes i'm like oh my god i've eaten that many, that many vegetables like a green smoothie or something like that into my diet it just makes it easier for me um at the same time as well and more sustainable and things like even like your selenium your iodine levels which um regulate your thyroid as well like you know having that being low and that can play a big in, impact in your weight loss or your progression so it, some of those things are actually um, important to take in not just your your macronutrients and because that's what sometimes i've seen a lot of like people saying it's only just your macros but it's not about that as you you also got to get your micronutrients into it plays such a big role in progress yeah definitely and i think that's the biggest thing where people might forget about at times for sure. Keeping the internal engine running properly so the external can yeah. look good. 100%. 100%. That's super good. You explained everything to a T there. So I can only imagine people listening in are going to be writing these notes down, being like, this is the secret. <laughs> this is what I need to do. Um, <laughs> well, um, I hope it helps at least one person. And that's part of my, what I love to do is being able to help people and being able to see their results and their faces when they've like achieved those goals of theirs. It's always fun. And, you know, I've been lucky to be put in a position where I've been able to help quite a lot of people and, Honestly, being on the journey with them as a trainer or their coach, or even sometimes not even coaching them, just on social media, I always, I'll get messages and be like, oh, you know, your trainers motivated me to get out of the gym and this or that, you know, just for them to be able to, you know, change their life in some way that's positive or inspire them to live a healthier lifestyle that's my job done i'm i'm happy with that <laughs> yeah definitely and that's super cool like super inspiring to hear that you know you have such a huge impact on people's lives and i could only imagine you know the impact that you know that transformation that they go through too just from like the kindness that you are giving just through like education as well and I think, yeah, that's just a huge thing. So it's super good that like you just, you're making such a big uh, positive influence on people around the world, which is great. Thank you. Now, a big question is, you know, you've been on Ninja Warrior, you've had so many accomplishments, you've won titles, you're influencing people, you're impacting the world for the better. But what else does the future hold for you at this current moment? So um, at the moment, I'm, I'm, like one of the things is I'm always going to be in the fitness industry. I love the fitness industry. I'm never going to leave. I have my team, Team Kwame. I love them to death. Some of the things I'm also 
the kind of person that loves doing different things. Um, so I'm, I'm releasing music. <laughs> I'm actually releasing a song hopefully before the end of this year. It's all been done. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. You're going to have to send me a link straight away. I kind of want to have a preview yeah, now. But... <laughs> no, it's going to be all. I'm, I'm actually like really, really happy about this one. And I was, I was lucky um, to have great people as well to work with to get this up as well. So I'm, I'm really, really excited to um, show everyone um, what this song's about. And, and the good thing about it as well is it's got some relation to the gym too. So I like the fitness and health industry. So it's actually going to be really good. There's got a little bit of comedy in there and it's a bit of a grimy rap style too. So it's I'm really, really looking forward to it. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> if there's comedy like your YouTube videos, I need to see it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, cool. And that's such like, it's a huge achievement though. Like, you know, you've, got all these avenues and you're really doing such a good job at it so good on you man like that's such so good thank you so much, what, thank you so much and did, was there anything else i can get out of you so far anything more that's happening um, under works i mean I'm, I'm still working on um the acting side of things as well and i would love to get like better on it at it so it's it's one of those things it's like it's a work in progress and yeah, I'm hoping um, after my music release, I can also focus a little bit more on my acting. And yeah, like just building and building. You, you never know where you're going to see me next. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm always up to something different, <laughs> but I love it. I love it. It keeps me entertained. It keeps me busy. And, you know, <laughs> I enjoy what I do. <laughs> that's like, you know, that's what having a career is all about. Having, you know, having your passion, having your hobbies putting it all in one and just like enjoying that process. A hundred percent. You cannot say the better. Now you, um, you do have like your on so many social media channels, where can people kind of pick at and look at all your different content? Cause you've got so much variation. Uh, what are some of your uh, social media platforms that people can follow as well? All right. So on my Instagram, it's at Kwame Dua, K-W-A-M-E. D-U-A-H um, on my TikTok, which I actually started not too long ago, but I've been lucky enough to blow up on there because <laughs> people actually think I'm funny for some reason. <laughs> it's Kwame Dua with official because someone has already taken my name. <laughs> um, so it's Kwame Dua official on TikTok. And on Facebook, I tried to make a Kwame do it as well, but it just, I don't know, it wouldn't let me. Someone had taken my name, so I made, it's at BB Kwame, so BB stands for bodybuilder Kwame, <laughs> so random. Oh, perfect, that's good. Look, I don't know why my name hasn't been taken yet. I told you, it's so common. <laughs> um, and You're you, definitely taken. Oh, you know, friends try and search me on Facebook. You're not going to find me. <laughs> now you are at the uh, Melbourne Fitness Expo in a few weeks. Where can yeah. people find you there? So I, I have my personal booth um, at the Melbourne Fitness Expo. It'll be a Kwame Duo booth. It will be um, light and bright. You, you definitely are not going to miss it. I'm usually situated right by the Muscle Beach um, station. I'm hoping I'm closer to that area because I haven't really got my... Um, stand yes i don't know the specific number but um yeah i'm usually closer to muscle beach but i also announce 
that as well on my social media is like exactly the number. But I usually take the number away. But I have my own specific group called um, Kwame. So it would be lovely to come meet you guys and, you know, talk nutrition, talk KFC, talk food, <laughs> anything you guys want to talk about. And I'll also be um, training with you guys as well. So if there's anything specifically that you want to learn, like your training, um, nutrition, feel free to come ask me. I'll do some demos and I want to help you guys as much as possible. And we'll have a laugh and, you know, have fun. That's the main thing. You guys can do some TikTok videos. Make some TikTok videos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Kwame, thanks so much for um, taking the time to jump on and have a chat. And it's been so good. You've such a pleasure to interview you and um, just kind of hear about your story, hear about your training regime and, you know, see where you're kind of going in the future. And we can only imagine you're going to, do so many more great things you haven't even told us about yet. So thanks again uh, for jumping on. No, thank you so much, Chris, for having me. I really appreciate it. And everyone down who goes to the Melbourne Fitness Expo, make sure you go see Kwame. He's going to be such a laugh. He's going to teach you so much. <laughs> and you'll just have a ball jumping down there, learning so much education and ways that you can, you know, create a healthier, fitter lifestyle. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did enjoy that episode and you feel inspired or you think there's someone out there that needs to listen to it, share it with your friends and family and subscribe to this podcast because there's going to be someone out there that needs to hear this and who may be going through their own obstacle. And this might help them change their perspective and see the opportunities that are in front of them. Until next time, thanks so much again for listening in.